0: Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. If I were to tell the tale that I'm about to tell, you'd say, oh, well, that is just ridiculous. Uh, that, that, there's b-
1: no way yeah, that th- this many things could go wrong yeah. at night before bedtime.
0: That's try to break this down. My wife announces, uh, I've I got to get to bed here pretty soon. That was only a little after nine. But she had just made some banana bars. And she said, well, I want to frost these quick so they're ready tomorrow. So she was in our pantry uh, up on, you know, one of those little step stool things. I think she was going after the powdered sugar, something, you know, a cream, something heating on the stove. And uh, I'm in the kitchen getting ready to take the dogs out one last time. And I hear this smash and crash. I'm like, what was that? And the next thing she says... I'm going to need stitches. Ah. So I go and look. You know how we are similar on the site of blood. Mm -hmm. This is a deep cut on the top of her foot because the jar hit the granite, broke And then as it continued on its way down, sliced her foot.
1: I'm so proud of you for staying upright and coherent and not passing out because then you fall, (laughs) bust up your knees again. That part of the story didn't happen. Somehow, the universe said, we can't do one more thing tonight.
0: We don't need me falling over fainted to add to the ridiculousness of this story. Now, it was a jelly jar, homemade jelly. So now Mm. the broken bits of glass and jelly are on the floor of this pantry.
1: Everywhere. Well,
0: Eddie, the oldest dog, treats. I'm going after the jelly. Oh. And uh, my wife says, oh, Eddie's going for the jelly. Stop her. By that time, she's going, gagging, coughing on the floor. And like, oh, my gosh. My wife is over here bleeding out on her foot. My dog is dying from broken glass. And I, I like I froze for a second. Dog or wife. Uh,
1: <laughs> which one did you pick first? Well,
0: here's what I, I'm <laughs> do like, I okay, dare ask? <laughs> quick, you're a reasoning guy. So I said, all right, I'm going to. I grabbed a dish towel and tied it around her foot really tight. I said, hold pressure on that. Let's get you out to the car. Oh. Then I ran back in, put Eddie in a, in a little travel kennel, and then brought her. I thought, well, when she goes into ER, that'll take some time. We're going to probably stitch her up. I can check on Eddie, call the vet, which I did. So I'm like, I think she ate glass. Dr. Alex, who we're going to talk to a little bit, said, well, you know, those cotton balls, kind of shred them up and then soak them in some yogurt or milk and have her eat that. And hopefully the cotton will wrap around the glass, kind of protect her tummy. So we did that. She, I
1: would have never thought oh, about no. that. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could see how that. So, kind of to pad it until that was not going to solve the problem, but to well, at least yeah. get
0: you. It's in there through the next couple hours. Yeah. Maybe it won't cut up her insides. So I go back in. They're about ready oh. to stitch, and I'm like, I can't watch this. So I go out again to the car. I check Eddie. She's calm. She's quiet. Okay. Well, we went in then yesterday morning. That's when I, So I told Mary Ellen and you, I'm not going to be on the show. I got to get her to the vet first thing in the morning. They took x-rays. Mm-hmm. You can see these shiny, bright bits of glass oh. in her tummy. And so Dr. Alex called the Pet Surgery Center in St. Cloud. I went up there. Late morning yesterday, they rushed her right in, opened her up, removed glass. Oh. And now, so now they're both home. My wife's nursing this gash. She needed I don't know how many stitches on the top of her foot. Eddie's got yeah. this big slice down her tummy now, and she's sad. And Honey was freaked out because, where's Eddie all day, my friend? My sister right. is gone. After we got back from ER on Tuesday night, they go to bed. They're resting comfortably. I get a, a text at 11 o'clock from a lady who once bought a, our old washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. Here's the part where you say, no way. She There's says, no way. <laughs> Did you get shot? It's like, what? You're like, no. I feel like it, but no. no, thank goodness. No, I mean, ironically, I just got back from the ER with my wife, but no, why? She said, I heard on the scanner that Tim Burns got shot. It must. <laughs> <laughs> <It> must- <laughs> no must <laughs> have been another one, I guess. It was a domestic incident. He, he went for the dog instead of the wife, and he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> the ridiculousness oh. of that night, you can't make up. Years from
1: now, I don't know that you'll look back and you'll laugh at this story, mm, but at least yeah. you will. it'll make for good sitting around a campfire somewhere going, well, yeah. you'll never believe this story because it's so insane. Rise and shine. Don't know what i do without them. They're awesome.
0: Mornings on Q102. We can probably all picture the devastation in Maui. Have you seen the drone shot that somebody did? I did. It's so sad. Right along the ocean, cars all abandoned and burned and all of the buildings burned. That's going to take a long time. Well, a Minnesota company is teaming up with Convoy of Hope to send aid to Hawaii who, as you may know or not, are lovers of Spam.
1: <laughs> I, I have heard that, <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> Which is a Hormel company out of uh, Austin, Minnesota. Jenny O is a Hormel company right here in Wilmer, Minnesota. So mm-hmm. the parent company, Hormel and Spam, send in a bunch of uh, Spam over to Hawaii. And here is their senior brand manager talking about what they would like it to accomplish.
1: They are our ohana. I would say that they are truly our family. They're our friends, and they bring this brand to life. Now is our time to let our ohana on Maui know that we see them, that we love them, that we're supporting them. Yeah, That's really nice. Yeah, they're
0: like family. Why is Hawaii especially in love with spam? They've got entire cookbooks of spam. Do <laughs> they really? Yeah. Uh, it goes back to World War II, I'm reading, when spam was served to GIs. It's, you know, you've know, got the canned meat, it's, it's going to keep in the can. By the end of the war, spam was adopted into the local culture. Fried spam is a classic. Served with rice, little chunks of Spam. I'm just going to tell you right now, don't judge me. You know how we usually make a grilled cheese?
1: Yeah. I'll
0: do a grilled cheese with little grilled slices of Spam on it. Who knew
1: that we were going to get another in the kitchen tip today from Tim? (laughs) Oh yeah. Taste test last week, Mm -hmm. spam in the kitchen tip. That's not even the one plan for later today, so this is a bonus for you. You never know what you're gonna get when you tune in.
0: That's a very complicated recipe. I mean you start with bread. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. and here's the key I learned from my wife. Put the butter in the pan and get it melted. Don't just put it on the bread and then slap it. Ah. Put the butter in the pan. Okay, okay. Uh, Double up on the cheese. And then, yeah, I put the slices of Spam on to brown in the pan as well. Those actually might go on for about a minute before you put the bread in there. Yeah, if you want... I could uh, do that as a, a little add-on to your into the kitchen <laughs>
1: the kitchen like... tip. We're going <laughs> we're going to mush them both together when you go to the website later to hear yeah. the audio version of the in the kitchen tip. So yeah, little bonus for you. What would you call would you still call it a grilled cheese or would you call it a different
0: name than at that point? Well, it's a grilled cheese spamwich, clearly. Spamwich. Uh, yes. Okay.
1: Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 morning show.
0: I love this. And it's going to lead to a lovely love song of one of our birthday celebrants today. Good. See, it all comes it's together all nicely. Together. Mm-hmm. You, you're talking about somebody that you're going to be officiating at next yes, month? Yes, they,
1: they just booked. And so we met last night to kind of go through their yeah. ceremony. Tell me about your love story. What do you want in your wedding? And their names are Val and Tyler. Val. And they met at Quick Trip. So this is a Quick Trip love story, and
0: this is so cute. uh, How old are Val and Tyler?
1: I want to say late 20s at this point in their life. They have been dating for a few years now. At the time, Val no longer works for Quick Trip, but they still have a lot of love Mm -hmm. for the gas station, so it was not a a bad ending of employment, but she just went on to other things in her career. So she's working at Quick Trip, and Tyler happens to come in. Mm -hmm. They lock eyes, but are a little (laughs) bit... Shy, so they don't really (laughs) talk. But Tyler tells me he said, But every day I started to kind of know her schedule, and every time Uh, I knew that she hopefully would be working, I would go into Quick Trip. But I soon realized. I'm spending a lot of money that I don't need to be spending (laughs) buying blazers. He he has a
0: rewards uh, (laughs) card. I hope so
1: too. (laughs) But he's like, so finally, I just started looking for the cheapest thing to buy. And so I would buy those key lime pie flip yogurt things. Yeah. And he's like, so I ate a lot of key lime pie yogurt. I said, well, Tyler, key lime pie is my favorite yep. flavor. So good choice. That's not a but sacrifice. It was, it was so cute because I guess Val then stopped working the counter and was working in the back doing oh. something. But other employees were like, we got to get these two together. <laughs> so they would use their little mics and they would page, uh, Val, we have a, we need you to come to the front when they would see him pull in. Oh, how cute. Oh. So finally, okay. But there's a little twist Uh-oh. because finally he works up the courage to ask Val, would she like to go to dinner sometime? Mm-hmm. She says, yes, there's some awkwardness because then he's like, well, uh, uh, can I have your what? number? Or how about I give you my number? So he writes it down on a piece of paper. She takes it home, puts it on her dresser, but leaves to go to California the next day for her aunt's wedding for getting the paper on the dresser. Tyler thinks she's I've been ghosted. Oh no. She won't even come to work now. She doesn't want to talk to me. So he says, the next time I go in, I don't really make eye contact. I'm because now she's back from vacation a week later, feeling bad, talking to other coworkers going, I mean, it's been a week. This was my bad. Does he hate me now? Should I call? So she texts him. They go out to dinner. The rest is history. I'm marrying them at the end of September. Yes. And Tyler says to me, he's like, we still both love Quick Trip. You can get everything there. Your oh. gas, your coffee, your donuts, a wife. I a mean, wife.
0: everything. That's <laughs> <So> lovely. <cute. laughs> story that I, but this, no, at least nicely, because I, I had planned this. It's this gal's birthday today. Belinda Carlisle. She was with the Go-Go's. This was mad about you. Clearly, Tyler was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah find out how old melinda is today next on q102 the q102 morning show podcast join tim and laura weekdays from six to nine